Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 243, and today's topic is Power Book 2 Ghost. Season 3, episode 5, titled No More Second Chances. And the description reads, a business deal takes Tariq, Braden, and Effie to Milan. Monet digs deeper after Davis provides her new information regarding Zeke's murder. Sex doubles down to find out what Jenny is hiding. So y'all already know, we about to get into it. We about to break it down, dissect it, scene by scene, like we do over here on this platform after that <clears throat> i will play the trailer for next week <clears throat> and a sleeper in my joe budden style shout out to the pod father joey as always if you need to get in touch with me my facebook is alicia shanice instagram alicia shanice reviews Email Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can inbox, DM, or email me if you have any special recap requests, with that being a TV show, documentary, movie, music album, or if you have any businesses or brands or music that you're working on, let me know so I can shout them out. Y'all know I love to show love to who shows love to me and love whom loves me. <clears throat> all that is free is char- free of charge. I know some people charge for like recap requests or just, to, you know, to shout out something. It's free of charge. I just want to spread love the Brooklyn way. So <clears throat> just hit me up and I would love to, you know, support you or get something out that you might be watching and I haven't checked out yet or maybe just haven't recapped it. Please don't forget, I have those music playlists exclusively on Spotify. They're public. If you type in Shanice Loves, you'll see at least one playlist populate. You click on that picture profile, it takes you to the rest of them. And your girl got some long-range music ears, so it's every genre. And if you listen to the podcast on Spotify, can you please hit the follow button for your girl? It will really help me out. So let's go ahead and get into the show and let's talk Power Book 2 Ghosts. No more second chances. Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice. And I'm just coming in and check in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit tbookedit, T-B-B-O-O-K-E-D-I-T. Follow them on Instagram, on Instagram, or you can send them an email at tbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there.
and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. All right, y'all. So this episode opens and we see Jenny. (laughs) Jenny is not buying a word of what Monet is saying happened the night Whitman was killed. And of course, we have Davis there. He has our back as usual. He like, look, Jenny, my client was the victim and this cop was unhinged. And, you know, this is on record. And Monet, she goes on to declare that she was afraid for her life and what he could have done to her daughter. But, you know, Jenny, she ain't buying it. She do not back down. She goes so hard. Lorenzo got to come in there and, you know, he like, what are you, you know, questioning my wife for? She was home. This was our home. She was protecting our daughter. And, you know, this cop broke in our house. So we see Sax. He in the back. He playing both sides as usual because he Jenny C.I. And then we got him, you know, over there asking uh, Diana a few questions. Like my client has answered everything. So he's he's playing both sides, doing what Sax has been doing since the original power. And, you know, after... They get ready to go. Monet whispers over to Davis like, you know, I'm tired of this. When is this going to be over? My place, you know, it's hot over here. <laughs> and Davis like, um, you, you shot a cop? What the fuck did you expect? <laughs> Just lay low. You know, don't do nothing crazy. But we all knew. All of us should have knew Monet was up to something. As soon as she told Davis that she was, you know, just jumping to conclusions and she got rid of the police file. And we know when it comes to Zeke, she ain't dropping nothing, especially now that she know that Lorenzo fingerprints was at the crime scene. So we already pretty much knew from the beginning she was going to be taking everything into her own hands and, you know, on her own devilish mission. Rightfully so. You know, her son was murdered. So we get the next, well, the next scene, and it's the classroom scene. So we got our boy Tate. He is visiting. He's visiting his booze Harper's class. And the topic is second chances. Just like the title of the episode, you know, they always, whatever the title of the episode is, it always goes into whatever the topic of that class is going to be that week. So, you know, Harper introduces Tate and you got Brashandria. She is in full campaign mode. Like, no, future congressman Tate. Because, you know, now she is his intern. So she in full campaign mode. And 
you know, the whole class, they should know who Tate is because what, just last season, he was their teacher when he was teaching with Professor Ingram and it's the same damn class. (laughs) So um, we get the race topic and the students all debate about the different walks of life and the justice system. They go back and forth. And as class is going on, Monet texts Reek for help. Now, Monet had already said at the beginning of the season, Tariq is the only one she trusts because they were together killing Mecca when at the same time Zeke was getting murdered. So she knows that he had nothing to do with it. So she goes to him like she need to find out where the dude IG was at when Zeke was murdered. So, you know, he gives the tip to Tate and, you know, he know that he going to take it to the feds because he's trying to feed them information to stay off his back, especially around election time, because he didn't did so much to ruin their cases in the past. <laughs> you know, he he got a he extorting Larik too. So <clears throat> he takes the info to Tate and Tate ends up uh texting Jenny the information about uh the GTD dude killing Zeke. So <clears throat> We see in the next scene, once again, the richest black man in America, RSJ. And I do believe RSJ's character is going to be quite interesting as it goes along. Um, He may even have some type of past history with Ghost because he always brings him up. I mean, it could just be because, you know, Ghost was doing this thing and he was known as a businessman. He was in headlines because they thought he had killed uh Greg Knotts and he was a fed and you know he got all into the election as well so you know Ghost was really known of course as James St. Patrick nobody really in the business world knew him as you know Ghost but so I don't know he could just know him as you know the businessman and making headlines or they could have some type of past together where they did some business dealings back in the day because he always brings them up so they have a little board meeting and RSJ is not feeling Lucas at all. Now we're starting as viewers, we're starting to see Lucas true colors and he seems a bit jealous of Tariq and also the interest that RSJ shows in Tariq. He's, he's not feeling that at all. So RSJ, he, he, he can sense it. And he tells Lucas like, Nope, Tariq should go to Italy with the crew because you know, He's even the only one who speaks Italian. And, you know, he wants Tariq to go so bad. He even agreed. Like, you know, Tariq was like, well, I was going to be with my girlfriend this weekend. He like, oh, you can bring your plus one. Now, um, remember, Reek spoke very fluent Italian in the original power. Um, even when they went to go do the deal with Vincent, Kanan took him because he was able to speak Italian. And when Vincent went to talking stuff, Tariq knew everything he was saying, <laughs> knew everything he was saying. And Michael, um, Michael Rainey Jr., he did a whole film in Italian. So he speaks Italian very, very, very fluently. So RSJ makes Lucas um, stay back in New York. Like, you don't have to go. You know, I think I'm going to go along with the junior crew this time. So we just got RSJ. and He's going with Kiki, Brayden, Effie, and uh, Reek. So he's taking a junior team with him. And Lucas is pissed. <laughs> and it's crazy because when episode one of this season started, I'm like, okay, Lucas seemed like he's going to be pretty cool. But, you know, he's turning out to be an asshole. So 
we see <laughs> Tate text and Reek like you lying motherfucker <laughs> because he didn't took all this information back to Jenny and come to find out the dude IG he was in a DR the night that Zeke was murdered so Reek meets up with Monet he gives her you know all this information and she's like you sure he like yeah I got this from an official official person who know the details of everything and you know dude wasn't even in New York that night so she goes directly to Kane interrupting my man while he in this poker game and she asked him like you know what um how did you find out ig killed zeke who, who even told you this so he he does keep it real with her he tell her that you know lorenzo but he does try to cover for him like you know it makes sense we killed you know they crew they of course they was gonna come back and you know this poppy why would poppy lie so she kind of just like okay she can kind of sense that he holding back some information. So she just plays a cool, like, you know what? You're right. You're right. Now he should have knew right there. Mama up to something. <laughs> and then she going to end up putting together like, okay, before Lorenzo died, he was doing everything Kane said. And normally he wouldn't do that. So she going to end up putting everything together that Kane knew. Unless Kane just busts her out like, you know. I know what Poppy did, and all of a sudden he did. We're going to see how that happens. So we see um, the travel games begin. We got the junior crew heading to Italy with RSJ. We got Reek and Effie taking selfies. Brayden being goofy as usual, dropping his damn phone, letting Kiki pick it up, and seeing all the little cash coin deposits coming from the business so i'm like brayden uh how you just didn't see your phone fail bruh i know you had your airpods on but goddamn you know you can't in the business you in you can't just let your damn phone fall like that and just keep going so we see um reek also tells rsj that he got a tip from effie's professor so that goes into play and in how they was able to work that meeting as well so we get into the next scene and Lorenzo and Kane, they have their final drink. You know, basically this was their final drink. They tell each other they love each other. It was just a very nice father and son moment. And, you know, good to see from what we have been seeing the last few episodes when he basically, you know, been Kane's flunky. You know, after he saved his life, they really got their bond back and it seemed to even be going stronger. And Kane comes out and tell him, like, you know, mom been asking questions. I think she might know something. And Lorenzo, like, what exactly did she say? Because, you know, your mama, she never show her hand. So Kane tells him, Pops, just tell her the truth. It was an accident. You'd be better off just telling her the truth. But Lorenzo, like, nah, nah, this Monet. And then, you know, Kane believes him. It was an accident. We all watched it. It was definitely an accident, but we're going to talk about Renzo a little bit more in a minute. We get to the next scene, and we get another sex scene with Drew since he's the only one who gets them in this damn show. <laughs> now, now, personally, you know, I'm, I'm over all drew sex scenes i mean that's all we have basically been seeing since this show started and Tariq is supposed to be like the star like this is his spinoff we don't see no damn scenes going on with him only drew and you know even in the original power you did see sex scene at the sex scene at the sex scene with ghosts but you don't see nothing with any other cast members but drew so we get a sex scene with him and his play cousin 
And after they're done grow, he checks his phone and he see one of the dudes who was with the Proud Boys. He was actually a CI and he's still breathing. He in the hospital. So they decide, you know, they got to go finish him off. And we go into the next scene and Monet, she goes to see Evelyn, lying her ass off, playing games, telling her Lorenzo was the one who put the hit on Frank. And we know that was not true. And Evelyn, she like, hold on, Monet. Slow down, slow down. So so Renzo put the hit out on, on Frank. Um, what are you telling me this to get you get this off your conscience? Because it's not from I know you. What what you up to? So, you know, Monet just like, well, I just want to protect my kids. You know, she putting on her best Oscar award performance, being manipulative. And Evelyn, like, look, I love my Frank, but I love my boys more. So I'm not even going to put them in the situations where the guns going to fly back their way. I'm just going to have to let it go. So Monet like, hmm, you better than me. <laughs> she like, but I only told you this information. So can I trust you? Evelyn look at her like, as much as I can trust you. <laughs> Evelyn, she ain't buying none of what Monet is selling. So we get to the meeting in Italy. And we got RSJ and Reek. They worked them. They worked them in that boardroom. Now, some of that information was um, came from Effie's robotic professor. So they take that in there and, you know, let them know that they know that they have patent issues and everything. They try to talk to the little Italian and Reek get to talking it and they look. So, you know, RSJ and Reek, they did the damn thing. So... We um get to the next scene and we see Blanca, her CI, uh, Tucker Jackson, he dies. So Drew and Guru, they pay um the nurse. They give her like a stat because they like, you know, we need to get to these belongings before the feds get there. Because when they got to the hospital, the feds was all across the hallway so they had to hide in the closet and then they watching everything so they see that um oh boy died so that's what made them rush on down there like you know what uh-uh <laughs> we gotta get all this stuff back because ain't no telling what dude had on him so after that we see um when Blanca go in there and she trying to get all that, they like, oh, the nurse like, um, oh, his family has already come. She like, family? So that might come back and backfire because <laughs> we know how Blanca get when she get obsessed. So in the next scene, we see Rick and Effie. They on their first day and they are just so cute together to me. I just prefer him with her most because he can be himself, you know, and I'll, I'll go more into that later. But I just, I like them together. So, you know, he, he ends up, as they're, like, talking, talking about the future, talking about future dates, what they would do and all that. He tells her he loves her. And as they're, you know, discussing future plans and how life is going to be when they get out the game, they're sitting there just enjoying themselves. And here comes Noma and Obi giving them an assignment to break into Francisco Labardi's mansion and retrieve some device that Mecca planted. So... They like, you know what, in the U.S., uh, Lombardi, he's just known as an oil oil giant. But, you know, he's really my arms competitor. And also, he my ex. So we see Noma. She got a very interesting past history in her love life. So 
They use the fact that they're in Italy with RSJ to actually get them into the party using his name because, you know, this is the richest black man in America. So why wouldn't he be able to get into an oil giant's, a supposed oil giant's mansion party? That's another thing that's irritating me. Not only drew sex scenes that are just, you know, just overboard. Um, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I, I love power book two ghosts i do um i support everything power universe you know but um if i'm just being honest it's a few things i'm just not feeling this season it's really really good but you can really feel that courtney is all the way gone this season like you can feel her presence still in season one and season two and you can just tell that she's not doing the writing at all anymore i know when i was watching um Tariq's and brayden's podcast they had the new writer on there who's like who's taken over and he actually came from empire so but you can just really feel her presence is kind of gone because i'm like uh i get what they trying to do with reek effie and brayden you know kind of like the new ghost tommy and tasha in a way not all the way but just like you know resembling them as the triple team but i'm like uh so you got Noma, she like this big, big arms dealer and, you know, she the, the real connect who got all the products, guns, everything. They just going to be having these college students out there just doing all this. Even if they was like some, you know, drug dealers, just the stuff that they got them doing. It's just like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It was just a bit much. But I mean, I see where they're going. It is, it's, it's still good. It's still good. But out of all of the spinoffs, I prefer Raising Canaan. Then I prefer um, BMF, even though BMF is not a spinoff. But just out of all of the branched off shows that they're doing now, I go Power Book Two, no Power Book Three, Raising Canaan. Then BMF, and then uh, last season was really good for Ghosts. So I would have put it third. And then Tommy four, but I might move Tommy's up, but Forrest has only did one season. So we got to see what season two is doing as well. And then, you know, another thing I said with this season, it's just so much happening. There's so many plot twists and everything. So it, it's just a lot going on. So <clears throat> we see uh, Blanca, her CI dies, of course. And then, uh, oh, I talked about that Uh guru paid the nurse so what part was i at because i think i got off track when i was talking about something else oh <laughs> so they all head to the mansion party and rsj him and reek talk about ghosts and reek tells him like you know what many people didn't even know the real james st patrick and rsj kind of tells him about you know his father being a number runner and look at how he turned out so i could definitely see rsj really mentoring reek as they go along showing him business tactics and to make it to be the richest black man in america you got to be a ruthless businessman you can't just be you got to be a shark so i could see him really mentoring reek the long way so as they're talking, Brayden and Effie, they break into the room and um, take the device. And Brayden gets his goofy ass caught. And Effie, she ends up locating the device um, after he got caught. But then she get caught, but she flirts her way out of it. So dude takes her to the room. 
where um, Lombardi keeps his private art. And that's how she was able to get that picture she showed Reek. So we get into the family dinner at the Tejada house. And the family has finally invited Diana back for some dinner. <laughs> Monet's still looking pissed as usual. And, you know, the kids and, well, Kane and Drew, they reminisce with Poppy about how they used to play spades in Puerto Rico. Now, Lorenzo, he sees Diana looking sad, so he pulls her in, and she like, you know, I don't have the memories they have. And he like, you know, we making new memories. And, you know, he ends up letting her know, like, you know what? He's pulling the plug on her hustling days at Stanfield. He going to let her just go to college and be the student that she wanted to be, you know, let her get out of the family business. And, you know, he like, I didn't even want to hustle when I was younger. You know, I wanted to play baseball. So we get a nice father and daughter moment, which was very, very nice. And it was like, damn, he got to have his last drink with Kane. They got to tell each other they love each other. He got this nice moment with Diana. So I'm like, if we get, if we get a scene with him and Drew, we know it's a wrap. So as we get in all of these nice moments with Renzo and him keep, you know, being so attentive to Monet, we could just feel him leaving us. <laughs> I was just waiting on that last goodbye with Drew and we see he didn't get to have that. So we see um, the next scene, Brayden, he is getting his ass beat. <laughs> And the dude, Francisco, he come in there and we see he didn't Google them, researched them. And he like, yeah, you made the headlines a few months back. Now I find you spying in my library. So Braden, he goes on, I'm a Weston. I'm just here. I'm a Weston. <laughs> and dude ain't buying it. Let the beatings continue. And I ain't gonna lie. I was laughing because they was beating Braden ass. So we get into the next scene and Tariq and Effie, they try to plot to get, you know, Braden back. They need their crew member back. And as they plotting, like, you know, what we going to do? Kiki comes, she comes looking for him and Effie shit. I'm like, damn Effie, she dismissed Kiki with the quickness. <laughs> and they, you know, continue to come up with their game plan. Now, Guru, he ends up pulling, uh, pulling up to get Drew and Monet, she out on a porch having a drink. You know, they have a little moment. He apologizes for missing Zeke's funeral. And, you know, Monet asks him, like, you know, when does the grief leave? When does the anger go away? And he like, never. You know, if if I had the chance, I'd slit the neck of whoever killed my dad. So, of course, <laughs> you told that to the wrong person. <laughs> so that gives Monet an idea. So... We get into the next scene and Sachs, he goes in David's office to tell him, you know, he found something out to help Theo and this could actually get him out. So Davis was already looking at the stolen police report. He obviously put it up and he just did it so obvious where Sachs could, no Sachs could notice and he put the key exactly where you can just go unlock what you're trying to hide. Just made no sense. <laughs> so... Of course, Sax's like, you know what? No, I think you should go have a brotherly moment. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stay back here. And of course, he goes back in and he does that so obviously to where you could just see the secretary looking at him as he breaking in the office, taking the picture, texting Jenny. Hell, he did it so much in the open. I'm sure the secretary was able to read the damn text message from her desk. <laughs> so we get the big trade off in the next scene with them trying to get Braden back and. Francisco, he wasn't no joke. Lombardi, he was getting ready to off reek. He like, who sent you Mecca? 
So he already knew this has something to do a little bit with Mecca. And out comes Noma. I don't know. We're blasting. Tariq ends up giving her advice. And she's like, you know what? Your trial period is complete. You guys are no longer contractors. <laughs> so I guess they full time working with the arms dealers. Drug dealers, you know what I'm saying? They got the, you know, Tariq them, they all the way in now. And now he, now he really seeing what Ghost was saying. Like, damn, this shit, it's overwhelming. You know, I've, you know, he, he, he falling in love or in love with Effie and they talking about going legit. And remember at first, this was all he wanted. All he wanted was like, teach me the game, Ghost. And now he see what Ghost was talking about because he like, damn, we, we really stuck under normal. So in the next scene, we see Zax. Sax. I said Zax. <laughs> My bad. We see Sax. He follows Jenny. <laughs> Sax is with Sax in love, y'all. He in love. And he want to know what Jenny up to. He's risking his career, as he say. So we see Sax. He, he's following Jenny. She been ignoring his cause. He see her actually hit ignore. And then it cuts back to Rick and Effie. Now Effie ends up showing Arik, the photo she got out of Lombardi's art collection, out of his private art collection. And it's a photo of him, Noma, and looks like to be their daughter. And she like, you know, we can use this as leverage. We don't know none. We, you know, so we ain't know, no, no, nothing. We didn't know anything about Noma. Now we know she had a, a kid with him. So we can use that as leverage. And like, is you crazy? She, if she was willing to kill her daughter's father like that, she ain't nobody to play with, Effie. This bitch is a savage. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just like, all right, power. Y'all have this thing that y'all do. <sighs> if she's supposed to be this, this so savage, you know what I'm saying, big badass Noma, I hope y'all just don't kill her off by episode 10. If she's supposed to be a savage, let that shit come out. Show us, you know what I'm saying? Make us be like, dang, you know what I'm saying? This chick she bad at least let her last for two seasons because i just thought it was too soon to kill mecca you know mecca came on so strong you know we really thinking he about to do something and let's say he was dead by episode 10 you know and in power even in original power how great it was they had a history of doing that bringing on a real big badass villain and then by the end of the season they're dead now some of them it was understandable just because of stuff behind the scenes like the dude lobos he had to go do a movie because they were not ready to let him go he was like one of the most craziest villains we had like lobos you never knew what he was gonna do and then when they brought milan on i'm like okay this this dude serious you know and ghost and tommy just took him out so easy you know and they just have a history of doing this so i'm like they say um, when they uh, the writer had did the interview with Reek on his podcast, they was just saying like, you know, she might be one of the baddest we didn't ever seen. So I said, let's see, let's see, let her last, let, give us at least two seasons because she seems like a, an amazing actress. So in the next scene, we see Lorenzo. He decides to take Kane's advice and tell Monet the truth. And you know, he like I made a horrible mistake, and like you could just feel how bad he felt you could you could feel it you know what i'm saying that was just dude was, was a great actor i'm i'm sad you know what i'm saying <laughs> like he was really really 
he acted his ass off in the scene because you could just feel his emotion. And, you know, Monet, she went by and she slapped the shit out of him. And she like, all these months, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep, you know, just sitting around here. You let me kill somebody who ain't had nothing to do with it. So, you know, he 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 he, he takes it. But then he ends up telling her, like, you know what? It's, it's on you as much as it's on me. You brought him around. You know, you, you ain't teach him the game. You brought Mecca around, you know. So, like I said, Monet trying to hear it. She declares her hate for him. She talking about out of respect for them kids. She not going to give him the bullet he deserves. Now, to be fair, she said she wasn't going to give him the bullet he deserves. She never said she wasn't going to have nobody else do it. So, she puts him out. He tries to reason with her till she going with throwing with shit. So, then she gets throwing stuff. He like, you know what? I'm going to leave. <laughs> Malie for a little while. <laughs> so we get into the next scene. And Sax, he goes to the safe house and Jenny comes out yelling, like, what are you doing here? This is low for you. <laughs> and as he's going off, Lauren, she overhears and she comes out. And, you know, she like, hold on, you lied to me? And Sax, he is just befuddled. As soon as he sees her face, he is befuddled. He like, you know what? You betrayed me. We're done. And Jenny don't give a fuck. She like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, Sax, he, he, he's hurt. He's hurt. And he like, he go to yelling, Tariq really loved you. You should have been there when he heard you died. You know, you know, you don't have to be here, right? This is not legal. <laughs> so... It cuts back to the Tejada house and the spade game begins. And you know, everybody like, where Poppy at? You know, Monet just sitting there all calm, actually smiling for a minute. Like, oh, he should be back any minute now. We have something to talk to you guys about too. So they're like, okay. But Kane kind of give her a little look. So it goes to Reek. Him and Effie laying in the bed. He gets a text in the middle of the night. I'm assuming he probably thought it might have been his mama because it was a random text like, meet him out there. So he jumped up. And when he went out there, it was Lauren and her butter knife. Now, I don't know what the hell Lauren was going to do with that knife, but he looked at befuddled just like Sax looked when he seen her. He's like, Lauren, hold on. What you, what you doing here? So she tells him it was Effie. And... You know, she was with the feds. She'd been working with them. And, you know, he'd tell her, you know, he cared about her. He would have never did that to her. It's, it's another issue I have with the show, y'all. <laughs> Sorry I'm complaining so much. Just little critiques here and there, you know. But the whole Lauren storyline, it's, it's a bit much, too. Because it's like, I don't know what they're going to do with Lauren's character after all this come out it's just I, I just don't know why they brought her back I know she was a fan favorite and, and I love Paige too but it's just I, I don't know it, it's it's a bit much too um but you know he he's hurt now he feel betrayed by Effie Braden you know he he's hurt he like I I, I she made she like you can't tell nobody I'm alive so We'll see. I just, I just don't know where they about to fit Lauren back in and, and everything, you know. Um, we'll see what the writers, you know, got up their sleeve, though. 
So when he goes back to the room, at first it looked like Effie was going to tell him because she's like, I got something to tell you too. But she actually tells him that she loves him too because he told her he loved her when they were in Italy. So I'm just like, damn, Effie, as soon as you say you love him, watch, girl. Yeah, yeah. Damn, Effie. Because I'm rooting for freaking Effie. But like I said, the whole Lauren thing, who knows what's about to happen. And they just got so much going on. There's so many different storylines going on. I'm like, where, where are they going to work all this in at? So we get into the next scene. As soon as Lorenzo walked to the damn car and he was drunk, stumbling, and the tire was on flat, I already knew what was coming. I already know. Up comes Guru from back. He slits his throat, leaves him bleeding out right in front of Zeke's world. So that was already poetic in itself on how he, he bled out right in front of Zeke's world that he had made for Monet. And, and that was another thing that irritated me. I'm just like, did y'all really have to kill Renzo off? I don't know. They could have did so much with that storyline. Like, I don't know. I just... I wasn't really happy about that. I, I like the Lorenzo. They could have did so much with that. They could have put, you know, like split the, the family up where Diana might have took his side, Kane took Monet's side, and it just been, you know, like a whole family dynamic split war. And I don't know, even just killing Mecca was too soon. It could have been a whole thing where Mecca was just trying to destroy them and the family had to come together to take him out. It just could have been so much more. I just, I felt like it was rushed to kill Renzo off. I, I do. So it cuts to the final scene. And as Monet is watching her kids laugh and, you know, waiting for Poppy to walk through the door any minute now, she ends up getting a text. It's done. Thank you. She just kind of smiles as it flashes on the kids having them a good old time. And I was just like, damn, that's cold-blooded Monet. <laughs> now, I've been seeing the debate on social media of who is the coldest between Monet and Rock. And I'm sorry, y'all. It's Rock all day. <laughs> I love me some Mary J. Blige, one of my favorite singers. And I love the character Monet. But between the coldness and the most gangsterness out of her and Rock, I, I gotta go with Rock. Y'all could debate me on it. We could go badness for badness and talk about what Rock do and what Monet do. But I'm gonna say Rock. Out of the out of all of the women so far in the power universe, it's Rock. It's Rock. So that was my recap for Power Book 2 Ghost Episode 5. I hope you guys enjoyed. Please don't go anywhere. I'm going to play the trailer, briefly discuss that, and then I have a sleeper for you guys in my Joe Budden style. So shit about to look different. Family first. I'm in charge now, so shit about to look different. Family first. Ever since took out Lorenzo, and I got a plan to get him back. Are you in? Don't do anything reckless, you hear me? No. I want my life back. But if your testimony is the only thing that will make him pay for his crimes, I don't even know if I can trust anybody. All right, y'all, that was episode six trailer. It's going to be heating up now. Um, Monet messed up so bad. She, she want to protect her kids, but... Making it seem like they just had somebody come kill Poppy. That's about to make Drew turn hella dark. 
because Drew was the only one who ain't really get his goodbye. We seen the beautiful goodbye with Kane and Kane gonna be pissed as well because Kane just started having that bond and he always wanted with Renzo. Diana got her goodbye. So we know she about to turn into a savage because she was a daddy's girl. But Drew did not get his goodbye. So that's going to eat him up. And then it's going to eat him up even more since he just started this relationship with Guru. And when he find out that he slit his daddy's throat, Ooh, baby, I can see the season finale with them coming to blows and it coming to a bloodbath because, I mean, to be fair, they, they did kill. And actually, it was him and Kane. Well, Kane killed them, but they, you know, chopped his body up and get rid of that shit. But, you know, they killed his pops, too. So... We see the big funeral scene, which originally when they showed the trailer before the season started, I thought that was going to be Zeke's funeral, but it looks like it was Renzo's. I'm still sad that they killed Renzo off. I just thought they could have did so much with his character. And we're going to see Tariq not being able to trust anybody. Like, um, this is where him and Effie and Brayden are going to have some real problems because he loves him some Lauren. At least that's how they try to portray it. I think he really cares for Lauren, but it just didn't really show us of them being just so madly in love. Um, it, it You know, it seemed like they were very, you know, attracted to each other, but just it didn't really show that they were just so in love. Like his chemistry is just better with Effie. But of course we know he cares very deeply for Lauren so he's gonna be hurt so we're gonna see on how that plays out and what they do with Lauren's character because it's even if Lauren come back and she are good can her and Tariq actually be together you know like can she deal with what Tariq does and it's just gonna be interesting to see how it go and where is the whole Diana thing going is they are they even gonna get back into that on you know it was a big deal she lost her virginity to him last season so I don't know. Let me see on how they play all that. Or are they just going to find Diana a whole brand new love interest? And, you know, her and Rick would just be cool because I'm not feeling Diana and Salim. He just seems weird. So I can't wait for next episode. I'm going to be here to recap it and talk about it. Um, thank you guys for tuning in each week. Y'all know I support everything 50 Cent. I support, you know, everything Power Universe. And as the show proceeds and we make it to the season finale, we see who really had the best show because Michael Rainey Jr. and Lil Meech, they go back and forth on if BMF is better than Ghost or is Ghost better than BMF. I think BMF had a solid season, but I had a few complaints there too as well with, you know, Lamar. But, you know, after when we get to episode 10, we'd be able to see who had the best show for the season. So please don't go anywhere. I have a sleeper for you guys. Um, I'm going to do old school. Old school. This used to be my stuff back in the day. Plies, somebody loves you.
in a while. So all the ghouls that's down, wish I could help them smile. Just show my niggas I love them, I want a hundred miles. Bless my dog who got killed in his own house. Help them pull through if they don't like support now. The only thing I live for is to make my son proud. My heart go out to all the young niggas that's running wild. I said a prayer for all the mamas who done lost their child. That's where you wanna fuck God, slow it down. A life on the shambles, help but I turn around. Please reach out and help a God before she drowns. somebody loves you that's my shit (laughs) um we're in the weekend so i hope you guys are enjoying it having fun being safe remembering to protect your energy because you know, life can be rough. Stress can be at an all-time high. So just remember to protect your energy. And if you have anybody in your life who is an enemy to your energy, please dismiss them. Just remember that the sky is the limit. Go after what you want. Move in boldness in life. And remember to put yourself first. You know, never be afraid to put yourself first. Not in a selfish way, but life is so short. And like the song just said, it's hard to find people that are sincere these days. So that's why I always say just protect your energy and just try to move in boldness. If you guys have anything that you're working on, I would love to shout it out just to show you some love. So please hit me up on that. Any any recap requests or even if you just want to say what's up, that's cool too. It could be inbox, DM, email, you know, please just hit your girl up. I promise you, I don't mind. I, I love to show love to my podcast family because i I appreciate all the support you guys give me. If you guys listen on Spotify, can you please hit that follow button? It will really help me out. I'll be back on uh, Thursday to talk about Snowfall, then Bel Air, then Power Book 2 again. And then after that, a few days later, I'm going to do a special episode, probably the following Thursday, for um, the legacy of Snowfall. So i'm just so sad to see that show go that's one of my favorite shows so we do have one show that's ending so if you guys have any recap requests where you want me to break down 
a season of something that's older or anything, uh, let me know. I've been thinking about going back, reviewing all the episodes of Godfather of Harlem. So message me and let me know if you guys would be interested in my recaps for Godfather of Harlem. So I'm about to get on out of here. Thank you again. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I will be back on Thursday. It's your girl Shanice and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice. Thank you.